actor, author, certified life coach, encourager, family man, dynamic inspirational speaker, and so much more. Welcome to my podcast, Get Your Positivity with Harold Keith. All right. Well, welcome to another episode of Get Your Positivity with Harold Keith. I am super excited about this one. And I know a lot of you are too. If you've been paying attention, subscribing, following, and watching and sharing, shout out to all of you who have been doing that. I appreciate the support. But today, this isn't such an interview. It's more like a reunion. And I'm excited about it. This person I'm bringing on is a phenomenal woman. And I am truly grateful that we are able to come together today and really discuss the topic of the storm blessed me. Because we all go through storms. We all grow through things. And Sometimes we don't look at them as blessings and we really, really should. So I'm not going to sit here and, and delay this any longer. I'm super excited again about this phenomenal woman, this woman of empowerment um, joining my friend. OK, my loved one. Here we go. I'm going to bring on Coach LaVita Whitfield. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. How are you? <laughs> Listen, I'm doing good. So again, for those who don't know, here you know, okay? We have Coach LaVita Lovey Whitfield in the building, and I'm so excited to have her here. And um, LaVita, it's been what, like, I don't know how many years? Too long? Yeah, it's been some years. It has been several, at least about, I would say at least four years, three to four years, but too long. I want people to understand this. Like, I have not seen your face until today in like over four years. And we used to talk on a regular and daily. And like, we didn't even speak until, and at least in depth until last week or, you know, last week. And then now we're here and it's just so good to see you. You look so good. I'm so grateful that you said yes to this. And I'm so grateful that we were able to connect. Um, and I guess before we even get started with the episode, we really need to address this because I know there's a lot of people that um, were affected by our connection as well. So I guess we need to address the elephant in the room. And, you know, here we keep it very authentic and, and just very what it is. So I'm just going to ask, Levita, like, what what happened to us? You know, I got to first go back. And again, it's so good to see your face. You know, I, I've always, you know, still follow and watch you. I remember when we first connected, really, really connected. You start calling me mama. Now, I believe you call some other people mama, but I felt like I was the real second mama. But um, I took that as a, uh, an honorable title and um, your household name in my family. And when I, when I uh, got the call from you last week, uh, we started text and then we finally talked. I tell you, uh, Harold, my, my heart just dropped. It just sunk because I said, you know, when you miss a person, but you have to stay distance from a person because you just don't know. 
So it felt so good to talk to you and then to see your face and, and get all together. I, I was so good. So good. I'm so happy that I, I learned how to work my phone and answer that text. Didn't miss it. You know, okay. Don't talk about it, but it's so good to see you, but you're right. You know, it's like, what, what happened to us? You know, um, and that's a question that it is a big old pink elephant. I mean, this elephant is so over. This elephant is so huge that's in this room. I know the people can see it. They can feel it. I mean, it's stink. It's a big old thing. And I love elephants though. But this time, um, it is a question, you know. Um what happened? a hundred percent um sold out for the cause, uh a hundred percent you know, in it to win it, all about, you know, uh, team building, family, or, and then just boom. And then I can't talk to my son, Harold, that I can't connect to such and such, that thing hurt. So I guess, how do, how do we start? I, mean, I know everybody want to know what had happened was hurt, hurt. And I, I remember, Harold, I would say this really quickly. Um, I remember one of my my mama. So when we say mama, that, that means you win. You know, that's that real. means, you know, that's a love. Right. And one of my mamas, she said to me, she said, LaVita, you have to be okay with not knowing. You never will know. And I kept saying, mama, why? She said, just be okay that you may go to your grave without ever really knowing. And I know that was some wisdom talking because she's a sassy diva out in Texas. Was she going to speak? But I still couldn't accept that because, again, you know, we want to. But why? Because I'm always been a, you know, to default people pleaser, never want to hurt a person and um, always work and operate in integrity. Even if I did something wrong, I'm going to try to fix it quick. What? What? And I guess Mama Rhonda might be. Oh, I mean to say the name. Anywho, anywho, my mama. (laughs) Uh, my mama might just be right. So can you tell me what the heck? <laughs> huh. Well, you know, I hmm. This one is 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 deep. Um, but we're gonna keep it on the surface because one thing that we do know is in situations sometimes people only handle things based on what they know and based on what they feel is right, even though it may not be. So sometimes people know not what they do. And, you know, so for that reason, I have been working in, in, on forgiveness and learning the elements of forgiveness. And sometimes you have to forgive those who know not what they do. And then sometimes you have to forgive your past self because you knew not what you've done. And right now, I just want to take the moment and just say to you, Mama, Coach, Levita, Lovey, Whitfield, all of that, I am sorry. And I want to say I'm sorry to you because the past self didn't realize how to make spirit move decisions. Mm. He made flesh move decisions based on compensation based on what believing in or based on a loyalty system that honestly is very faulty. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I want to apologize to you for allowing so much time to go by without even saying, 
I'm sorry. Even though you understood my position during the time, I wasn't spiritually inclined enough, mature enough, and I hadn't experienced enough to know that I can still love somebody and connect with somebody and separate the business to a point where my money still isn't affected, but who I am is not compromised. And I'm not one to just throw somebody away because someone tells me to do it or it feels wrong to associate with them because that's how I met them and connected with them. And I know there are some people watching who are like, oh, that's some juicy tea. That is not tea. That is raw and honest truth. I have had I had to really learn some things on my journey so that I can get to this point where I can even say that I unintentionally hurt somebody I cared about who, regardless of whatever was going on business wise, personally was there. Mm -hmm. And I love you. And the situation, how it played out, wasn't right. Not going to go into details, but everything that glitters is not gold. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the narrative is catered or adjusted or, or pinned to what the writer wants it to be. But we all we we serve a God, and God knows the truth. And and I had to just apologize. And part of the reason of reaching out to you and stuff, you know, we we touch base here and there. But it's just so many great things happen to you, and you're such a great example of just pushing through. And I know you were hurt. I just didn't realize my contribution to the hurt because I was so sold out on what loyalty is supposed to look like when that was all flesh driven. Yeah. And that's so crazy, uh, uh, Harold, that it, you know, yes, you and I were a lot closer than most people could even imagine. And I didn't necessarily have to, you know, talk to you every day. It's just a level of respect, um, you know, that I have for you. And I, you know, I said, I have, I didn't say had, I said, I have. And, and understanding that when you had to cut me off, I said, I understand what this man is. I can't pay his bills. I can pay him attention, but I can't pay his mortgage. I can't pay. So you were up under this particular leadership where unfortunately a lot of people, you know, still fell, uh, you know, so came to that. And some of us were volunteering, some of us were on staff. And I said, you know, I always said, I, I, I pray the day that you move forward, that you are not hurt. Because to me, you're, you were so precious to the whole organization and to my household. Your name is known in this house and, and, and lineage in this house. You know what I'm saying? So the, the parents and then the grandparents and then my children know that name. And um, I said, I just always said, and some of my um, some of the people may be watching, they know this to be true. I said, please don't hurt that baby because I saw you sold out. I saw you, you know, for the movement of the people. I saw you for the movement of the brand. I saw you on higher uh, uh, spectrums than you even saw yourself. I said, but whenever that happened, please don't hurt him. Because the hurt that I had for you all that's watching, listen, know your worth, know your value. Don't let anyone that you, and let's just say idolize and you, you put here on this pedestal, another household name, you know, put you in a position where they can have you just distraught for years. That's my truth. 
That's my truth. You let me talk about the elephant. I had to go back, Harold, and apologize to my future potential success that I am so sorry that I have held you back because I know what LaVita can do because I never got, why? Why? I suffered four strokes. At the time of the release, I had just had two. And so now still another level of peace in me that medically had to, they said, no stress, no nothing. You're going to have another one. And still fought, still said, come on, everybody stand. Through the changes, through changes I knew was not good. Through changes I felt weren't good, but I you know, didn't have factual proof. It just had to be time. I, I, I stood still, you know, in a forefront, come on, we can do this. Come on, we got this. Because I knew the movement had great potential in producing greater people. Now, I couldn't say what it would produce as far as financial status, because that, that wasn't my position to say. But I knew it. what my goal when being LaVita, then Coach LaVita, was always building the man, her, him, whoever was on the team, let them know that you could do whatever. Come on. This is a vehicle. Come on, guys. We got it. I help women help come out of, you know, poverty mindset to business mindset. I have women now start believing like, I, I got this. I start having women wearing jewelry that didn't wear jewelry ever. And let alone, I had to sing, we said more to a door. You know, anyway, we just pile it up. Anyway, but build up the confidence and just all of a sudden abruptly was asked a question. Are you in or are you out? I've been in since I said yes. I was in uh, in a wheelchair. I was in with a blinged out cane. I was in with stuttering and drooling coming out the side of my mouth and was still trying to have presentations and talking and doing three ways because somebody's yes was still predicated on my yes. I was in. And when I got a call and I knew I couldn't call you back to say what had happened, what the world, because I had to understand I can only pay you attention. I couldn't pay you your paycheck. I wouldn't do that to you. I wouldn't do that to not a single person that I was connected to. You can go and interview them. Did I ever try to persuade them to be out? Not a single one. Because their yes, it had, had lineage to it. it. It it covered their household. It covered their children's children. Their family started to watch their growth. So how dare me come get out? Because this, I did not do that to one person. If they inbox you, I would, I would dare. I would go up back, come back to them uh, head to head and let them know you are a lie. Because I did not. Some of my closest of the closest you just interviewed. She will tell you, I never said, run. I did say, be careful. Because if it could happen to me, the top position, sold out, car blinged out, never tried to take the position of the founder because I respected that person. Never did. I never said, go, because they had an opportunity. I still thought. And then, and then, Medically, I had to say I had to get it together, but I have been in this rut for too long until just about a, mm, maybe about a couple of months ago. I said, even though I started different organizations, we'll probably talk about that a little later. But I said, I owe you an apology, potential future success. You had nothing to do what had happened. However, what had happened was is making you stronger. Mm, and that that is so. <laughs> key. And I'm grateful for my journey and my experiences there. I was hurt and I wasn't, I'm, I still don't have the answers to really why, but what I realized is it doesn't matter. 
Because where I'm going and where I am, God is my CEO. God is my boss. God is my everything. And as long as I have him, I shouldn't question the journey. I shouldn't no longer look for why. I had to bury that and move on. Mm -hmm. If it ever comes a point where that needs to be addressed, God will reveal. But it's the blessings through the storm that carry us through. So I'm glad you pressed on. I'm glad you moved forward. And, you know, again, this is not a bashing session. This is not anything, but this is living in the truth of our realities and what it is that we go through. And like, again, I, I had to forgive certain moments and, and certain people in my life and release them in a way because Sometimes people know not what they do. They only do the best that they can do. And sometimes their best isn't necessarily the right way. But there's different situations that bring out different sides of people. And sometimes it's not, unfortunately, who we see them or want them to be or what they could be. That's right. That's but right. it's what they are. It's what they are. It's what they are. And 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 you're right. This is this is not a bashing session, you know. You know. However, at the same time, it's a releasing session because you know, for 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 those who still didn't understand, and it affected many people indirectly and directly. You know, um, there was never Levita never gave up on you. As in my, I felt the whole organization I'm a part of. Levita never gave up. But when you put a person in a position to make a forced choice that was already premeditated and already set up, it's it, you know that that was the, that was the case. But as you say, as we go through storms, God had a plan for it. It was a forced plan, you know. Like God, could you give me like just give me a little snippet? He said, "No, I'm going to force you because out of that forced decision that was told to me, not asked me." forced decision that was made for me, not giving me the opportunity to make it for myself, you know, to sit down and pray on it and ask my family. No, that was forced because it's already made up. God showed me that no matter where you are, I got you. And man does not make your decision. I define your decision. Did it? Did I understand? No. I was like, God, what the world? And then he says, a little bit later on, we'll talk about it. That's why I had to force you because because if you thought it hurt then, imagine had you uh, probably stayed a little longer, what that hurt would have been. I said, oh gosh, God, you mean to tell me it could have been worse? Because that pain right there was a dagger in my back and my heart and my spirit. And I, and I feel he's just saying, yeah, because you, you, if I didn't force this to this for you to grow that that heart that you you think that was detrimental imagine how it would have been but i just thank god that that the relationship between you and i i think we kind of favor a little bit you're a little cuter but i think we kind of somebody, is that your son he could be he could be but i think i thank god for the connections of those who truly uh, say they love me and and friends with me that full circle came back around yes some circles just stopped made a little triangle left i don't know what happened i was like okay <laughs> oh i thought we were friends but no that we were anywho i'm all right i'm better now and this this interview 
is definitely on time. Eight is the, the uh, eighth month is the number of beginning and it's to be August the eighth month. Baby, you don't know how much you bless me for this new beginning with this conversation right here. I am super excited about this and I'm glad we were able to address the elephant in the room. And um, so with that being said, you know, we only have but so much time and you and I could go on and on and on, but we just had to get it out of the way so we can truly just enjoy each other. And so we can have our answers to what happened with us. Forget everything else, right. but what happened with you and I. So you guys know what time it is. We're going to go ahead and move into our Get Your Positivity segment. All right. So you said some very great things um, within our addressing of the elephant in the room. And you talked about the fact that you had numerous strokes. Um, you created some things because of the let go is what I'm going to say it or the fourth go or whatever we want to address it as. So this is called the storm bless me. And what people don't realize is our storms are not created to destroy us. Right. Even though it may feel like, even though the thunder is, is, is brewing, even though the lightning is striking, even though it's flooding, the storm is not created to destroy us. Mm -hmm. The storm is created to bless us. So can you just touch on some of the things? I mean, I just want to, let me, let me just key on this because I know we can go on a lot of things, okay? Because you've been through some things, you've seen yeah. some things. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about these these strokes i'm pretty sure because i know some of the calls and i know some of those moments because i was around and it was rough it was it was it was a rough time but what are some of the blessings like let's talk about the storm let people know a little bit you know about first of all we didn't even do this because we got so caught up in everything else but a little bit about who you are and what you went through during that time. And then let's just follow that up with that positivity of just how that storm ultimately blessed you. It may not have felt like it in a moment, right? but what did it do for your life? Well, real quick, who I am, um, again, just been a servant leader for, for leader for so long, prior military, educated, in the workforce, always was in that, that, that field to serve. And for some reason, I'm always in a stressful field to serve. I don't know what I, I think stress was like my friend. I don't know. But um, so I always knew the, the spirit to fight. Growing up from um, Cleveland, Ohio, uh, product of a single mom, the best mom ever. May she rest in peace. Um, so I always knew to survive. I knew how to, you know, still cope. And being a middle child, I had to please everybody. I got it. You know, every, you know, wanted to be a part, make people laugh. So I've always been that way. So to to draw people together was I, it was definitely it is a gift that God has given me and um, still now helping uh, manage and, and, and coach a full team of over 5,000 uh, throughout that period of time, still wanted to make sure I touched everyone. So I was always want to be hands on. And I think eventually after a while that has caused a level of stress in the brain, let alone on the body. So I would travel here and there. It didn't matter. Are you in my organization or not? You call, raise your hand. I'm Let's go. Let's make it happen because we can do it. And um, one day, my sister and I, we were uh, we were um, vending at our church convocation. I'm sneaking out of church service out there, making sure we get it done. And it hit me. 
I had no clue what was going on. I thought I was telling her, pack this up, do this, do it. My mind was saying it, but nothing was coming out. And um, she said she began to watch my face get distorted. And I and that one thing I do remember, I think I remembered, or either they told me it was one of the missionaries, one of the sisters walked past, and I know her by crazy. I know her by her feet. See, some people know people by their face, by their body, but see, you got to be a powerful soul. When somebody I can look at, I can know your feet. Mm. This woman, I remember. So I know they couldn't have told me. I remember seeing her feet, and they say, "Get her up there for prayer." And 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 I remember that. And uh, they rushed me out to the hospital. It was down in Virginia. Some of the local uh, partners came to see me. And from then, you know, I said, okay, okay, I got this. Miss in control. Jumped back up too quick. Got knocked down again. Never forget, it was one particular nurse came in. He said, Miss Labita. <laughs> Labita. He said, listen, you can have a heart transplant. You can have a uh, liver transplant, but you can't have a brain transplant. Whatever you're doing, you have to stop. Mm-hmm. And the, the the blessing out of that, it made me get more in tune into how much I can do for people. And and and, and it's okay to say no and, and, and not be upset. They, they're not upset with me or I'm not upset that I had to tell somebody no. It made me slow down, start spending more time with my family. Because before you, you know, you, you saw the children, one's married now, one's in college. Mm-hmm. That happened before your eyes. Remember, these were your, your little brother and sister mm-hmm. running. The blink of an eye, okay. And 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 uh, I had to I had to quickly get it together. So um, I, I I remember talking to my mom before she she left me. Certain words I don't say is that's when she she left. I had said, Mom, I'm I'm gonna uh, I want to write a book and I want to be a motivational speaker. And she says, Well, you can be a motivational because you talk enough. Thought that was so funny. Got it on recording. And as I was coming out of the stroke, I had remembered that I said I'm going to start something. And he, God told me, do it now. And that's when I I, I, bur- I got the LLC and I let it sit for a couple of years, actually. And it was in a company, it's called Created to Empower Others. But the tagline is this, but first it starts with you. I can't empower you. I can't help you until I got to know me. And then that's when I finally got it together, released my first book. And it's called, I'm going to show you really quickly so that people can see, I voted for me and won. Mm-hmm. I began to believe in me again and stop having all of my, my push and drive around individuals or individual, if you will. And in the book, it, it gives you funny stories, funny things to think about. But I give you uh, steps to understanding that you have to live your best life's campaign because tomorrow is not promised. My, I'm telling you, my family witnessed me limping and drooling and not being able to speak and rolling around in a, a wheelchair. Thought, of, you know, I made it funny, you know, as much as possible. But I, that was a hardship. And I said, listen, whatever situation that you're in, uh, where you may feel like you're paralyzed, literally or figuratively, you can do the exercises to pull yourself out. So mm-hmm. I started doing the exercises mentally praying more, strengthen physical. What do I need to do to get myself out of this capacity? And then it hit me again. And that, this one is the TIA, uh, a stroke. And I said, uh-uh. see, the problem is I'm not taking it serious. I'm still thinking I'm 30, 20, but no, I'm getting up there in age. I had to make sure I took my medication. I had to make sure I got proper rest and rest, not just going to bed early, just rest in my mind. I can only do but so much. Only God can do all that stuff. I only can do a little bit. You know, so um, I had to now really start taking health and, and wellness 
in perspective and then still now say, okay, God, what else do you have for me that I can tell my truth, tell my story and help someone else? Because in the middle of all of that, Harold, I don't know if you remember, at least I don't mind telling folks, you talk about me, but at least let me give you the facts so you can say it straight. We <laughs> were property back to society. All the way from South Florida up to Ohio, Maryland, we released properties. And we decided to put some initials behind our name. And it's called BK, bankruptcy, foreclosure, and Deedaloo. All of that stress. And I said, you know, let me, I got to make a story out of this to help motivate somebody, make them feel better. Tell my donated properties back to society because other people want to use them. No, I had to start over. So I'm starting over in the midst of a storm with a forced decision. So there's no income on my side, but I got a great husband. God gave me the best of the best. So we're going to do this. And we talk about restoration. Y'all come on. Though it poured, but the flowers that sprouted up from that storm, baby, y'all hold on. Just hold on. Get your umbrella, your galoshes, whatever you got to do. Just don't run because you can't run. It's going to happen. But the flowers, how he restored and restored Harold, all that he had was stolen from me by that split decision has been returned a hundredfold. And I had a stroke since. Come on. Listen, so listen hold on. Let me, because we're going to really, okay, let's talk about it. Okay, okay, okay. Be good, be good. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go back for a second, okay? So you said some things, and I want to highlight these things for those who are listening and those who are watching. I want you to catch these blessings that we often miss during the storm, okay? So here you are, because we get so focused on what's happening right there in that moment that we forget that we do serve a God who can restore, who can bring us back, but we have to surrender and submit to that. But one of those things require a no, and when I say no, a no to those things that contribute to where you are right now in the flesh. So you have to learn how to say no. You can't say yes to everything. I was the biggest person in being like, yes, I'll do it. Yes, I'll do it. Until my behind passed out one day and had to be in the bed because I'm too busy spreading myself thin for other people. And then here's the question. Will they do the same for you? Cut action. Boy, right there. Done. Will they do the same for you? Because I know there has been moments where I've done above and beyond for people. But when I call on them, crickets. If you <laughs> even get that, crickets. So learn how to say no and then learn what to say yes to. And when I say that first, your only yes, your main yes, your priority yes is to God. Say yes to what it is that he's calling you to do in the season. So we may not like the cards that we are dealt with, but God will tell us how to play them if we listen. We make the decisions based on what we feel is best for us and we don't go and get the approval to make that decision first. So here we are believing that we can do it all. Like you said, you said you in it, you can do this. Like you good, you getting up. You like, I prayed a little bit. I've done a little bit. I'm focusing a little bit, but I'm good. I'm feeling good. But just because you have a better day than yesterday doesn't mean it's your best day. And sometimes we have to allow God to speak a word over us and give us the clearance. It's not about the doctors. The doctors can clear you to go home. But when you get home, you have to answer to someone else because at the end of the day, you can put yourself right back to where you came from. And I, I hate to say this, but not every hospital is out to make you the better version of you. Sometimes they're out to make sure that they still stand and they still go forward in business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's the truth. That is so the truth. Catch that. Mm -hmm. Catch that. You need to make sure you're saying no 
to those things that aren't feeding you back. And then learn what to say yes to because every yes isn't the best yes. You got to ask yourself, if I say yes to this, then what are the possible effects? Or better yet, before I say yes to this, God, can you give me a word of approval? Yes. Give me that confirmation. confirmation. You're still young. When you start reaching these milestone ages, this is what we say. When I reach, when I turned 40, I said my no's were my no's and my yeses were my yeses. Now, when I just turned 50, I said, I don't even trust all my yeses. So it's going to be a maybe. Maybe. <laughs> have a whole, ain't no stress. No, 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 sir. Can't have it. You can't have it. You, you can't because, you know, unfortunately, your decision, not unfortunately, but your decision will carry is carry with you for a long period of time, whether it was a, a positive or negative decision. So make sure when you say yes, the next time you're ready and you, you can manage that. Yes. And make sure when you say no, you can walk away and sleep well and understand. I told you no, but I wish you well. You know, it's a no for me now because it, it's not in the God's plan for me. Mm hmm. That's true. And those who take offense to those no's, don't worry about them because they're not assigned to where you're going. So it's not even going to matter in the first place. Okay. So at the end of the day, those who are meant to be will be. Those who are not will be removed. And sometimes God will put you in situations where he forces you to choose him because yeah. he knows what he has planned for you. And he knows that your season has an expiration date in certain atmospheres and certain levels. And so another thing that you had said was you were knocked down a few times, right? But then when you started being truly obedient to what it is that you were supposed to do, you didn't have to worry about nothing. And I tell you, I said this before we even started recording, you look like you've done age backwards. It's the cut. I don't know what it is. I think you stole my color, but I'm a roll with it. And I'm just like, wow. I remember seeing this woman in the wheelchair. I remember those scary calls. I remember you in some tough times, but yet you are a true testament that God will turn it around because in your situation, it looked like it was over. Bankruptcy. Think people don't like to talk about those kind of things. People don't like to talk about the downtimes. They want everybody to think that they live in this best life, this high life. They don't want to talk about what they had to go through to be able to afford that life. I remember when I moved out here thinking I was in Miami. I was buying clothes. I was living my best life, and my car got repossessed. See, mm. that was one of. I thought that. Now listen, I thought that was the most embarrassing thing ever. I'm out here looking good with no car. Now I'm now I'm catching rides and catching taxis. That's when taxis was. So hot, y'all. I'm catching taxis and I'm doing whatever I had to do. But yet I just got this brand new car before I made a transition. Mm-hmm. And then boom. You have to be able to appreciate your blessings. And more importantly, you have to be ready to receive those blessings. So sometimes God takes you through a storm so you can recognize your blessings mm-hmm. and, and, and handle them differently. That's right. That's right. We have to stop being uh, trying to live in this mindset of the social media lifestyle. Stop being a social media, social media scandal. Stop all this foolishness. Stop trying to have this facade that the picture of, hey, I got a photo shoot. Oh, yeah. What? Come on. Tell the truth. If you want to be a social media 
uh, uh, model, if you will, tell your truth, because I, I have taught and I have coached that uh, transparency is a new currency. Honey, tell the truth. Stop trying to be this social media. It's a scandal. And you post up, you lean up against somebody else's car. And then when they get ready to pull off the car, you got to stop your photo shoot. I'm just saying. <laughs> We keep trying to put on all of this beat face and, and we got the gear and got this, but come on for real, for real, what's really going on? Because people want to know, how did you make it through the storm? Because they're experiencing it right now. Can I relate to you? Can I connect to this young brother, move to a whole nother state and, you know, got caught up, but then how did he bounce back? Somebody said, man, I didn't know that I'm doing that right now. Let me check myself. I'm in Atlanta. I'm living it up. But oh, now I'm Ubering it up because you won't put things in perspective because the social media looks this way. And you want you, the outer appearance. I just stop. You know, I had even, you know, people calling me, checking them. I'd say, Levita, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Stop, Levita, with this social media mess. Tell the truth. I'm hurting. Listen, I need some help. We, we're finally about to release our last house, the one I, we had built for our children. Can you come help me move? Now, there was a bunch of crickets. It was a bunch of crickets. But however, <laughs> I need some help. So I, I had to go ahead and tell my truth. You know, we went to a rental property. We decided to play, pay somebody's mortgage for 18 months. We said, we'd be nice to these people. Let's give them a break. We'll pay their mortgage. Y'all, that's called rent because we, we had to lose the last house. But we humbled ourselves. We told the truth. We got the, the coaching and the counseling and, and projects and financial literacy. Now, Harold, I can't tell you how much the house is worth because somebody may try to rob me. But it's a big one. Mm -hmm. It's not the size. I could have been in a hut. I could have been in a one box, but it's still a big one because God restored. He said, mm. listen, you, you, baby, you, you, you've been out there. You, you were drowning, but you, you came clean. You came to me, not to man. And he restored. We, again, it's not the size of the house because I could be in a one-bedroom cot, a, a little hut with a box with an air conditioner. Give me some air conditioning. I'm fine. But it's a big one because he restored it. And somebody now, now I help people now. Levita, how did you go from this position in a particular company and then you starting back over and then you went through this because I weathered the storm through Jesus Christ? Listen, if you don't go through a storm, you can't fulfill a purpose. Uh-uh. Somebody need to write that. Yeah. If you can't survive the storm or don't go through a storm, mm -hmm. you cannot fulfill a purpose. That's right. That's right. You are not, you and I, those who are listening, those who are watching, were not put on this earth to be perfect and have it all figured out. You are supposed to make mistakes. You will grow through some things. And in those storms, people will hurt you. But God is testing you. I taught this on my prayer call this past week. Listen, forgiveness requires you. What did you do mm -hmm. within the situation? And have you forgiven you mm -hmm. for even being in the situation or yeah. for allowing the situation? Like You have to release you so that you can soar. The storm. Okay, sometimes you're not going to have a, a, a roof to hide under. Sometimes your umbrella is going to flip over. It's going to be no good. Sometimes you have to just endure the rain, but it's washing you clean of everything that you've been through. Take that moment and let it sink in because you will dry off. The sun will shine again and God will show up and show out and do what he has been created 
what he created you to do, first of all, and he will show out and do what it is that he is famous for. And watch but, this. Then watch this. You he will bless you so much, he will clean you and dry you off so much. You will have a hard time remembering how you felt in that storm. How about you it? Almost talk yourself. Well, didn't I wasn't I what? Wasn't I sad? I got drenched. Shouldn't I feel? He said, I have restored, honey. I didn't, I didn't drive you out so much. I didn't give you a suntan because you've been sitting out and I've done it to the point. You was like, I can't remember exactly what had happened was. That's right. Because he washed it away. Mm -hmm. Listen. I, listen, wait real quick. I'm not saying God, God, listen, God. I'm not asking for another storm. I'm okay. I do remember, Lord. I got to talk to him. Daddy, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm good. I'm stormed out for a while. I'm good. Listen, listen yes, but what I'm saying is whatever your will may be, way it be done. And, and because of a perspective, because that's the difference too, your perspective changed during the situation. Because of the perspective, even when, when you get to a certain point with God, you get to a certain point with accepting things, what they happen in your life and knowing that things happen, when a storm comes, sometimes you don't even recognize it's a storm. Because you see the blessing so much that you overlook what's happening. You know it's going to pass. Mm -hmm. That's right. I know, I know. You, you gotta smack yourself on that. Go ahead, smack yourself, high five yourself, pat yourself on because that's true. You in the storm, you say, I might why I'm not gonna stay stagnant. Last night, literally, I promise you, last night we had a big storm. Uh, I had to help Maya get ready for school and all. And I said, um, Larry says, Y'all gonna go out in the storm and go get her stuff for school. I said, No, I'm spending some time my door. We're gonna be all right. Let me tell you something. I got in that car. The, the, the lightning coming down, you know, the big water pockets. I said, but this too will pass. Come on, let's keep on going. We made it to our destination. It stopped right when we got to the store. We got into the store, came out. It was raining inside the store because I could hear it. By the time it was time for us to come out, the rain has stopped. We made it back to our destination. And the, the, what I say to everybody saying, you got to be willing to say, I'm going to drive through this storm. I'm not going to make this storm keep me stuck in the house and depressed. Lavita, can we say it? Depressed, shut down. Oh, I can't go out. I'm go drive through because when you get to where he has you to be, it can stop. You it, it you may have to go through it. You may even see the the, the signs that is coming down. You just keep moving. Don't get stuck in no depressed stage and you scared to move forward. Drive, drive with caution, but drive. And see, here's the thing with your situation. I know, you know, I said we were going to do a few stories, but we're going to stick with this one right here because, you know, we already we already in this. So we, we're going to just stick right here. We're going to just have to bring you back again so we can continue to talk about some more stuff. But listen, so let's talk about this. In this situation, right, mm -hmm. there are some people who don't even make it out of what you've been through. Yep. And yet, you still breathe. You still had a breath. You still had a heartbeat. You still were able to get up. And like I said, you aged backwards. It's like the matrix or something. I don't know what happened with you, but God had favor over you. And here you are rejected mm -hmm. to a degree mm -hmm. on your deathbed mm -hmm. to a degree. You have young people looking at you like, not my mama. Mm -hmm. You have a husband that's like, not my wife. And everybody could have chose to allow the storm to rain out, flood out, and take everybody under. But you know what, God? You had a praying mother. 
You had a praying grandmother. You had the right people. You had the right family assigned to you to say, wake up. This is just a storm. And the forecast says tomorrow it will a little slight rain, but the sun is coming back. And then it says next week, oh, it's getting hot. We have a summer and a middle of winter. And then you had enough, enough grounding and enough self-awareness to know I can do all things. Yes. That strengthens me. I can. Get up and I can do this and I will not allow a storm. God said that I was going to go through some things. The sacrifice because I was going to sin. When you sin, you go through things. Even when you're not saying you go through things, you will lose things. But God says when you put too much effort into the world and to materialistic things and you take your sight off of me, this is what you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. When you put focus back on me, when you forget what those people done to you, when you let go of all those people who said you couldn't, when you let go of those properties, when you make those sacrifices, just like I made a sacrifice for you, and when you surrender to me, I promise you, I will do what it is that I am famous for. Y'all think Beyonce and a beehive is something? I created her. You think Michael Jackson is something? I created him. You think Prince was bad? No. I made him bad. So just like you, Coach LaVita Lovey Whitfield, I have created you to do bigger and better things. So this too shall pass. So I don't care what you need to do. You're going to have to get wet. You're going to have to cry. You're going to have to get on your knees. You're going to have to see some things. You're going to have to see what life will be like if you do not surrender to me. So therefore, I can bless you the way I want to because the storm is not the end. Mm. It's just part Ooh. of the process. So for those who are listening, I don't care where you are, who you are right now, realize that the storms that you are embracing are a part of the ultimate plan. They are not designed to break you down or tear you apart. They're just designed to give you the cheat code to -hmm. make it through. Mm -hmm. And that cheat code is trust God, surrender to God and know that. He knows what he's doing. Learn the lessons that need to be learned. If an umbrella doesn't work, learn what you got to do next. And sometimes you just have to face the storm in order for it to pass. Yes. Sometimes you just got to let the rain fall where it may. Because when we we try to cover, we try to run for shield. That's when, unfortunately, we run to another man, another woman, another. Tell me what I should do. Sometimes you just got to go ahead and let it fall. Let it fall where it be. And that's it. That's all. I mean, we want to run for counsel. Oh, can you help me? Can Listen. Sometimes you just got to say, hey, ladies, get your hair wet. Go on in. <laughs> okay, brothers, get your baby. I get it. I get, get your hair. Just go ahead and just get, get ugly with it. And that's what and that's what makes me feel so good. I go back and read my own book. I know that's like a little vain, right? But I do. I go back. I said, what did I say to the people when I was writing it? Because I was coming out. And again, I still go back. I voted for myself and won because I said, okay, who's my campaign manager? God. Mm-hmm. He told me, he says, listen, I created you to win your own race. Run, run your life. But I'm going to be the campaign manager to show you what you need to do. And so every time I go back and I and, and I look at what I wrote, I said, "Look, Levita, you was onto something, and girl, you you might be all right." Every now and then, when I go back and I look at, I said, "Ah, this is what he told me." He said, "Give give your gifts and talents permission to breathe." 
I said, God, okay, I wrote that to sound really good at the top. But then I go back and remind myself when I had to apologize to the past self, I said, excuse me, future potential success. I apologize because I haven't, I, I, I really blocked your gifts and talents. I took away your permission to breathe. I'm sorry. Let me start again. And I said, okay. So there, every time I pick it up, I said, God, it's so funny how he can release a project in you back then and bring it back forward to say, that's what I, I did. You didn't write that. I wrote it for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I let you typing, but it came through me. And I said, oh my gosh. And had I not been in that forced position, this will probably be still saying, I'm writing a book. I'm writing a book. I'm right. You know, the longest part of writing a book is writing a book. <laughs> That's the hardest part. When you gonna do it? Had 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 I not been in that storm and coming out of paralysis, coming out of foggy thoughts, drools, you know, my my husband complete my sentence. I had to do it, and then guess what? Trip you out a few a uh, couple years later, just a year ago. Excuse me. Um, during the pandemic. I said, okay, I'm created to empower others, but first it starts with me. So I can't tell you to do anything if I hadn't done it first. I helped seven other ladies release their voice by Operation Unmute. Unmute your power voice. Tell your story. It's a collaboration, uh, uh, Keith, uh, Harold Keith, that's in last name, Harold, that I, I helped some other ladies get permission to release their truth. Mm-hmm. Is it a bestseller? Yes, it is to us. Because some people never talked about it. Some people never talked about the storm, the hurt, the pain, their yeses, their noes, their pits, their their ups, their downs. They just needed somebody to go through a storm, go through standing in the puddles, drowning. Because you know I don't swim. You remember that? That, that ain't happening. <laughs> but was willing to be out there exposed to say, how do I even start by telling my story? You start by telling your story. Mm. I know. Right. Are we off script? We just had a good time. Okay, right. what? what's no, next? You know, this is how it goes here. So what we're going to do is, okay, because we already declared that, you know, this reunion, <laughs> we got to come back and do some more things. So what we're going to do is, I think we gave the people what they needed on this episode, but I want to just go ahead and move on to a segment before we wrap this up called A Word of Advice. So y'all, y'all know what time it is. All right, so here we are. And so, Levita, what I want to do is if for the listeners, based on your storm experience and and coming out and realizing that the storm has blessed you, what is some advice you would like to give your final word of advice on this episode? My final word of advice. Oh, I hate to say final. Can we say one of them because we can come back and talk okay. again later? <laughs> so I would tell the people to understand that trials will come. I ain't going to say may come. Trials will come. Mm-hmm. But you have everything within you to gird up and face it. Now, one of the, the key things that I, if, if I could just really pinpoint it, find you someone Not that you trust them more than God, but find you someone who's willing to weather that storm with you, whether they tell you what you want to hear or whether they tell you what you don't want to hear. You see what I'm saying? Because don't get to that one who just, oh, you're great. You're awesome. No, 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 no. Tell me I'm a hot mess. 
Tell me I created this storm. Tell Okay, now tell me how we can get out. Somebody who's willing to speak French with you. That's what I say. We, 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 we can do this because we know we're going to, we're going to lean on God, but find someone that's willing to say, I'm, I'm here with you. I had so many people through the storm. Of course, my family, number one, my, uh, one of my spiritual sisters, uh, uh, you know, die hard to the point where she told me, yeah, you, wipe your face. I, you look ugly. She used to tell me, get yourself together, get up. And, and you know her very well. She's a people's pastor. She, You needed somebody every so often to weather the storm with you. They're going to tell you whether you're right, whether you're wrong. It doesn't matter. They're here for the whole outcome. And it's not a loyalty to you. It's a loyalty to the spirit of God within you. Link up with somebody. Don't get quiet. Don't slip in a, in a place of depression. Don't do that. Don't, don't hide up under the tree trunk like, oh, I can't come out because of shame. This too shall pass. And be prepared to tell the story of how you weathered the storm. Don't try to be the social media. We'll say the mongo the cutie. I, ooh, I. Listen, stop being fake. Tell your truth and it shall make you free. To find a partner, somebody, some people, a group that can help you, keep you from falling into depression, weather the storm with you, whether you're right, whether you're wrong, they're going to tell you the truth and be prepared when you come out. That storm was not just for you. That storm, I'm talking to you, you're looking at me, I'm talking to y'all. That storm is not for you. That storm is to help somebody else and to give God the glory of how you made it out. Mm. So, and just to just, for those who are listening, those who are watching, my final thing would be to lose the mindset of why me? And start clearing your lenses to really seeing the blessings of what you're growing through. Because once you can shift your mindset and shift your lenses to see the blessing, every obstacle, every trial, everyone that comes against, all those things will not take you out. You will not even be able to see them that way. They won't even phase you. Why? Because you know that just as you've done it before, the storm will bless you, but you have to be able to recognize, accept, and receive the blessings that God is giving you. Mm. All right, so we're going to move on to our next segment, and we want to know where is... Where is Coach LaVita Lovey Whitfield? How can people find you and see everything that you have going on? Just tell us how they can follow you, all of that good stuff. All right, simple. Y'all go right to my website, c2eo.net. That's where I do a lot of the networking and the corporate events, if you will. Uh, you know, Facebook, LaVita Whitfield, simple. Uh, your course on Twitter, LaVita Lovey. Y'all still like that nickname? Lovey is stuck with me. Y'all go, and look, some of y'all got my phone number. Call me. Call me. You got my number. I miss y'all. Call me sometime. But uh, doing some amazing things. <laughs> okay, Mario, call me now. <laughs> call me now. Call me. I miss you guys. Call me. Inbox me. Let's chat. Just check up on life. Not messy, but let's be, you know, measurable. Let's move forward. Give me a call. Working on some amazing things. 
um, looking to produce another anthology um, early uh, part of the year. This summer, we I mean, this fall, we're going to do a, a very intimate retreat. You know, I am free. Oh, boy, I can't tell it to you. Somebody going to try to steal it. But it's just some women went through a lot of things throughout the pandemic. And I just want to love on you, connect with you. Let's be free. And, and it's going to be a, a blessing. So looking to do some amazing, safe things through the social uh, pandemic because I survived. Uh, um, uh, what is the thing called? COVID. COVID. Last year, August this year. Last year, excuse me. So uh, any day, my little anniversary going to pop up. So definitely playing social safe. But, um, you know, you need some coaching. You ready to go ahead and launch that baby within you. Release it. Release. Come, come to me. Let me help you. I'll be that midwife. Let's get it done. All right. Again, so reach out to me on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, or you got my number. Call me. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Oh, goodness. All right. Before I wrap this up, you know, we always do a song of the episode. But before we even get to that, oh, I just had a really I've been this, I, I'm speechless. This has been truly uh, a blessing. So before we even go, I'm going to end with the song of the week. But I first want to say thank you for being a part of this today. Thank you for allowing this reunion to take place. Thank you for answering the call and thank you for your transparency. Um, I'm just glad that we are here. So I'm excited to say that the elephant has gone on its way. <laughs> it has left this place. The storms have come, but right now, shining. And I do want to give you one word that just came to me. And you were just talking about being free. Coach LaVita Lovey Whitfield, I was told to tell you, you are now really free. But whether or not you take those, those cuffs off is on you. Yes. But know that there are many people who have been rooting for you, still rooting for you, and know that your mother is watching over you. She is with you. She believes in you. And she knows that your gift of gab comes with a purpose. And she is proud of you. Your children only could be who they are because of your contribution to God's will. And just know that I appreciate you. And know that whatever we had to go through and grow through was for a reason in a time such as this. So we all made it through without crying. <laughs> Listen, ain't no time to cry. That's why I'm gonna switch it up. Y'all know what we gonna do. We're gonna do the song of the So Lavita. Tell us yes. if you could name one song to be your theme song in life, mm -hmm. what will it be? All the way up, nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. I don't know the parts of the words, but that's okay. But it's all the way up. <laughs> Listen, for those who are watching, you have to 
Look this song up on your own because we ain't getting in trouble by YouTube or anybody else. Okay, we do not own the rights and we're not trying to. But for those who are listening, I'm going to tell you what you're about to hear. You're about to hear, not LaVita's version, but you're going to hear the clean version of (laughs) All the Way Up, which is Fat Joe featuring Remy Ma and French Montana. So it's been a pleasure. Glad you can join us. And remember, no matter what, you're all the way up. Nothing can stop you. What, Lavita? We're all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. Till next week. This is exclusive. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. Oh. What you want, I got what you need. Shorty, what you want, I got what you need. Shorty, what you want, I got what you need. I'm all the way up. I'm all the way up. I'm all the way up. All the way up. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. For my niggas with Bentley Coops and Rolexes. Kicked the bitch out the room and gave her no breakfast. Had to stash the Jews, these so reckless. Keep my I'm talking naughty uptown, showing off for new things Couldn't take it all, so I gave her unching She called me top shotter, yeah, I keep a few tings Champion sound, yeah, I got a few rings And I'm all the way up And you can stay up And if you ask anybody where I live They point to the hills and say Go all the way up Go all the way up Have a girlfriend, but the b- is out. Chanel Croc back, ain't even out with the gold chains. Himalayan Birkin, lit it up, popped it. I hit him up, I'm talking color money, purple yin and blue germ. I got brown lira. I ain't talking about Ross. I'm not on Viagra. That means I'm on the way up, and you can stay up. PO say I can't get popped in the helicopter. Uber said. Go all the way up. Oh. Go all the way up. I'm all the way up. I'm all the way up. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. Shorty, what you want? Shorty, what you need? What you need? My niggas run the game. We ain't never leave. Never leave. Counting up this money. We ain't never sleep. Never sleep. You got V12. I got 12V. Got bottles. Got. I'm all the way Shorty, up. Shorty, what you want? I got what you need. Shorty, what you want? I got what you need. Huh? Shorty, what you want? I got what you need. I'm all the way up.